listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a photography podcast on both the creative aspects and business side of photography. Join the conversation now on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. You recording? Yeah. (laughs) 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 It saw the light flash. (laughs) All right, so welcome back, everybody. This is episode 53, Double Exposure Show with myself, Petro, and Sophia Lemon. Say hi, Sophia Lemon. Hi, Sophia Lemon. That's right. So this episode, um, show notes are on the doubleexposure.show slash episodes slash 53. Deep breath. Join us on Facebook in our Double Exposure Show group. (laughs) And uh, we want to see you there. Yeah, very relaxed today because, uh, can you believe it? Episode 53 means that we already had 52 episodes. Yeah. And since we publish every week, pretty and much. And I think, I think, yeah, I think this is officially the one year episode because well, our first we did one was that published one episode. 1st, oh, well, that, <laughs> the one episode we did, one week we did two episodes. <laughs> Although we did skip a week. This is very confusing. Anyway, it's been a yeah. year. So the the episode we did was on a Saturday. And uh, it was episode number eight. And I think what we talked about was that once you get over the hump of eight episodes, you kind of got your stuff figured out, if you will. And, you know, things are going and whatever I'm trying to say here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Am I right? That, that was episode number eight. It was... Uh, I think we called it Sadness Day because we took oh, Saturday okay. and Wednesday and put yeah. put it together. So if you don't know yet, we try to publish our episodes on Wednesday once a week. Um, we did start this journey on October 7th uh, of last year with uh, our title episode was Other Photographers Are Your Friends. And we literally talked about the importance of having a community of like-minded individuals and building a network of people to work with, to work for, to have work for you and to just have friends that are there in case you need something. Right. Um, and we continued uh, down the road with, uh, some guests. We had some really cool guests. Um, who was the guest on episode number five? I was going to talk about that one. That was Drew Dudley. Yes. Well, I'm setting you up, <laughs> you know, you know um, the more the more listeners I talk to in person, um, because I do meet a lot of people who say, yeah, I listen to your uh, podcast. And some of them really do surprise me. I go, really? You are in, in like audio video industry from the technical side of things like you. Like, why are you listening to my podcast? Oh, I, I, it was interesting, you know. And, and I mean, I wasn't going to be like, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing everybody continues mentioning is that we have a chemistry, which, which I, I, I never really thought about. I thought, I always think like, what are you talking about? I'm just talking to Sophia. <laughs> so, but I guess we've been able to put up with each other for a year. So that's. Except that I almost killed you the other day. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. well i yell at petro every once in a while mostly over text yeah so it's like a flurry of like what could be read as angry text messages 
you know, I'm always telling people that there's no um, emotion in text. There's like, you can't, you can't read text. So even if I read it and I think you're angry, I just go like, okay, like, it doesn't, doesn't affect me. Um, because I've sent texts to people before where they, they got upset and it's like, come on, there's, you know, well, you, you can't do that. I'm a pretty direct person and I will just be direct in text message. And then I'm like, oh crap, they think I'm angry now. And then I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm just being clear. Of course, I still seem like I'm angry. <laughs> oh god it's, it's just, when people are, are yelling back when you when you tell somebody stop yelling and they yell back at you saying i'm not yelling <laughs> that's you that's yeah. totally you actually but tell us more about drew dudley so anyways yeah that's what i'm saying um a lot of times i feel like we're setting each other up um and i do i do have to enjoy i do have to admit that it's been a really enjoyable year i'm I think when we both, I'm, I'm speaking for both of us now. I think when we both started this journey, um, I want to say I was nervous that I didn't know how long it would last. I didn't know if I'd get sick of it. All I knew that I wanted to do it and I knew that it'd be fun. And mm -hmm. I knew that it would actually be very helpful. Um, so I wanted to make sure that we didn't kind of just dump the idea and do nothing with it. And we've kind of struggled with uh, with the sponsors a little bit and with this and that. And uh, everybody always has really good things to say. And I have to, I just have to take that and kind of go with it and, you know, continue on. So, yeah, I guess we got to keep making it. Yeah. Uh, Drew Dudley. <laughs> so Drew was in episode number five called Crack, Carbohydrates and a Salary. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I talked to Drew about sort of dealing with, um, mental illness and running a business and dealing with your, you know, your own anxiety and everything around, um, building a sustainable business and, oh man, like all of that. I think that was maybe one of our best episodes with I a think. guest. I'm biased. Yes. <laughs> I have a list here of my favorite it's episodes. It's the episode so. that I wasn't really a part of. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> I can see how it is. I have like two guest episodes on my list and three with both of us. So don't get all like... <laughs> I know. I don't even know. Don't get all upset, Petro. Like... <laughs> <laughs> totally. But that was one of, yeah, that was one of my favorites was with Drew. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you? I like episodes where I learn things and I have to admit that number 11, <laughs> I learned a lot of stuff. Uh, oh my from, God. I have that one on my list too. Yeah. So that was the one with Rob, um, yeah. uh, Rob from wave. And <clears throat> that was actually a very informative episode. And I yeah. was using wave for years before that. And so there was a lot of things that he kind of said and um, pointed it out that yeah. made me just more comfortable with it. And I have to admit, uh, I have just just by employing some of the tips and tricks he's done, he's told me about, I've uh, actually had a much more successful uh, collection rate, if you will. Like uh, yeah. people pay their bills faster. People pay their bills on time. Mm -hmm. People pay their bills. And, so, uh, well, yeah. So that, that episode was about... Um, 
digital invoicing and everything. And I mean, if you have listened to it, then you remember. If you haven't listened to it, then you don't remember that Petro recommended Wave to me, Wave apps, when I was designing all of my uh, my invoices. invoices using spreadsheets, which was pretty stupid. So Wave is a digital service, an online service where you, you put in all of your client information and it deals with the invoices for you, and it's a free app. And yeah, so we talked about that and a lot about accepting credit cards, um, which I think is big for a lot of our listeners who are probably starting their business and are thinking, I don't want to accept credit cards because that will cost me money. Um, you should listen to episode 11. Absolutely. And th that's the beauty part is um, you don't, in the old days, uh, 10 years ago, um, <laughs> you had to sign up for a merchant account. You had to sign up for a business account. Uh, you had to rent a terminal. You had to have an internet connection. Maybe you were lucky enough to have more money for a wireless one. You, you, there were so many limitations. Um, you, you know, you had to print out an invoice. You had to send it to a client. You had to collect whatever. But with Wave, I literally it, it just, I just type things out. I hit send and money goes in my bank. Like it, it could not be simpler. Yes, there's cost to that. But overall, the cost is still smaller cost is less rather than me doing all the all the stuff that people had to do 10 years ago i remember um you have a you have a new studio space now and as it's growing you mm -hmm. know um it's fantastic but i remember checking out a studio space about 10 years ago uh that a friend photographer actually a former classmate was uh, just kind of moved in with another photographer and it was beautiful but sure enough, there was kind of like a reception desk with a debit card machine, like with a with a credit card terminal there. And I remember even walking into it back then thinking like, this is kind of primitive, you know, like this, this just feels like, like old school. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, I know for a fact that you, you don't have a debit card machine hanging out <laughs> of the no. wall, right? Um, no. And, and, uh, you know, one of the things that, um, allowed me to, the wave allowed me to do is to kind of brand my business as paperless, as a green business. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that, that actually, it's kind of a feel good message to a lot of people. And, um, I have to admit, uh, we do use it in our branding and in, in our marketing and people kind of, they buy it, they buy into it. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have one here that I think is like the most important episode for our aspiring business owners. To listen to. Okay. You ready for this? I'll... So episode 14 is about contracts. Yes. That's all I have to say. You have to have a contract if you're going to be running a business with each of your clients. So you better go listen to <laughs> that episode. So we went over um, who the client is your retainers and payment schedules, termination and refunds, liability, copyright and a little bit on electronic signatures um so you should definitely listen to number 14 we'll be having more episodes on contracts and we kind of sneak a little bit of contract stuff into pretty much every episode mm -hmm. but what do you think what do you That's, think that was my next one after 11 that was my next one 14 i'm gonna laugh if we have all the same ones but i'm gonna bet i'm gonna bet after that that we don't have the same ones i have two more you that's it you just have two more yeah 
All right, you go next. How many do you have? More than two. Oh, my God. Well, then you go next. <laughs> well, I have 23. Always be prepared. I think that that in itself is just kind of like, hello. Um, <laughs> um, I think that in itself is um, just a great thing to be inspired about. Great, great episode to listen to, to be inspired. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how about you? Sure. Okay. Remind me what it's about. Which one? 23? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you listen to it? Well, I'm not listening to it right now because we're recording That's a true. podcast. Doofus. Um, <laughs> it's it's literally just, just to get the, the people's jitters. So um, I, I was telling you this off the air. Uh, somebody asked me if we we're shifting our focus to be more of a wedding photography podcast. And, and the, the, the simple answer is no, we're not. Mm. Um, Sophia just happens to photograph a lot of weddings as part of her business, and as do I, even though this year it's been a lot less. Um, a lot of the things we talk about, um, they translate to other types of photography because, you know, yeah, exactly. we, we just, so contracts, believe it or not, uh, that don't just apply to weddings. You can, mm -hmm. you can kind of take them further, but number 23 was about kind of shooting your first wedding or even just shooting your first wedding of the season. Um, and kind of how to get, uh, emotionally, mentally, and physically and equipment wise prepared for it. Yeah. So, um, the next one I have uh, is number 25, which is called I Control the Calendar. And it's about uh, time management and joining, um, or joining, <laughs> using the calendar to to basically um, control your schedule. But at the same time, uh, to sort of end your work day and, you know, remind you that even though you're working for yourself, it's still a job. It's still a nine to five, figuratively speaking. And mm -hmm. that you shouldn't be working every waking moment on this just because you can. So, yeah. Which one was yours? Yeah. Your well, next I, one? well, I was going to say that one's pretty good because, like, we give a few tips in there on how to manage your calendar so to keep yourself organized, but make sure that you're also making time so you don't lose your 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 mind. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, I like that one a lot, actually. I am surprised that I didn't pick it. But anyway, mm -hmm. yeah, um, so I think my next favorite one is 42, and it's about getting wow, scammed. What? What? Okay. You skipped quite a few. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I said I only picked five. Oh, that's true. <laughs> what are we supposed to do, like a top five? Probably. We did that before. Which episode was that? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> um, so in 42, it's about getting scammed. Um, and we just go over like a few signs that you are being scammed by a lead and then like how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. That's That's um, important, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to remind you that one of our tips is to take a screenshot of whatever the communication is and post it to our Facebook group. And you should keep doing that because that's always funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, what do you got? Jeez, where did I leave off? <laughs> You're just uh, like going through all of them. All of them are fantastic. <laughs> it's true. So the reality is if you're just tuning in, 
Uh, we're trying to highlight sort of our favorite episodes, but also the really important episodes. If you wanted to kind of skip hop uh, to expedite the listening experience and get an idea of what we're all about. Uh, but really, um, every episode is filled with uh, money saving tips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, time-saving tips too, um, and basically mm-hmm. how to turn you into a, a better business person uh, as a photographer. Really, that's that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do talk about it being photography and business. Really, it's the business of photography, right? Today, funny enough, anybody who comes up to me and says, "Look, my son wants to be a photographer, or my daughter wants to be a photographer," what do you recommend? What school do you recommend? I'll be completely transparent with you right now that I do not, unfortunately, I do not recommend a school unless your son or daughter needs, or you as a listener, uh, unless you need the discipline of learning photography by yourself. Because um, I feel like there's a lot more resources that can expedite the learning process and get hands-on experience for you. like via YouTube, via a website called F-Stoppers, and you can just invest a lot into going to a lot of events where there's education present there. Um, but one of the biggest things is going to be listening to Double Exposure Show. It really it really will kind of open up your eyes on the aspect, on the business aspect of this. So like I said, unless you really need the discipline, you're probably better off doing it yourself. Um, if you do need the discipline, then find a really a reputable program that is willing to accept you because uh, I know the acceptance rates aren't the best in photography programs. Um, <coughs> uh, oh, bless you. <laughs> uh, way to go, Sophia. Whoops. Yeah. Just choking um, on water. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number 33 awkward <laughs> is that the next one no that's, that's not my next one um but i think the, the really important one would be um number 28 and then and it's the mail mailing list frontier yeah. that's what it's called um so just to, to backtrack a little bit about education i would actually if you do want to send your kids or you yourself want to become a, a photography businessman person um mm-hmm. I, I recommend people going to uh, study business i say go to uh, go go uh, enter into a business course and while yep. you're in school for business distract yourself with photography when you want to you know ha- when you have free time because mm-hmm. if you if, if it's a college program and it's just a two or three year program or if you're going to get a degree um you you can you can do both you know baby steps in photography as you grow and there's a really good chance that one of the two things is going to happen you'll either pursue a completely different path or you'll hit the ground running and you'll be an amazing photographer and an amazing business person i could not recommend this more you know and as as somebody who's worked for the past 12 years in photography education um I'll tell you right now that you're better off hiring somebody like myself or Sophia to do one-on-one lessons to become a better technical person. Um, mm-hmm. And then tagging along with us to photo shoots, um, being an intern, you know, working for free, kind of cutting your teeth in this. Yep. And second shooting. Second shooting. Yeah, absolutely. Shoot a couple of events, shoot a couple of uh, sports games, shoot a couple, you know, really cut your teeth and um, go from there. But 
the, the business aspect will really, really help you. Uh, so the next thing, my next episode is number 31 and it's, uh, do you has insurance? Um, you know what, it, if, if you don't even listen to it, then just read the title. Um, I think it's super yeah. important for a business person to have insurance in, in this industry. So have you ever had to use insurance yet? No, but I did have to have insurance in order to get the studio space. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> which I did already have, which did already cover me in whatever my studio space is. So that was very convenient. <sighs> So when we had uh, two spaces, we we had a production facility slash commercial studio. And for three years, we opened a kind of um, uh, office slash boudoir studio slash headshots mm-hmm. portrait studio. Um, it was uh, part of our rebranding and new marketing direction. And it was fantastic. We, we got a lot of new business. Um, but believe it or not, adding a second location um, to our policy was only... Ten dollars per year more. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like my 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 rates went from I think I was paying at the time a uh, hundred and one dollars a month and changed to one hundred three and change a month. <laughs> it was it was really really small. It was like ten dollars plus tax and um, um, yeah. So it's crazy. But I talk to a lot of people who do, who still don't have insurance to this day. And yeah. I'm, and I just shake my head thinking like, you're crazy. Um, and let me kind of just tell you a quick story. But, uh, one of our colleagues, uh, Brandon David, mm-hmm. he's, um, a couple of days ago, he had a nasty fall at a football game and he broke, uh, he fell on his $15,000, 400 millimeter lens. Um, God. but it broke, I think it broke right off the body. Like he had the body oh. on it. Yeah. Um, the lens, I think the lens is toast. Um, the, he had a, like a 70 to 200 millimeter lens on another body and same thing. So like literally 30, $40,000 of equipment around his neck, um, or on his shoulder or whatever, as he fell, he, f- it crashed to the ground and it's all busted up. Yeah. Um, insurance will be covering uh, majority of repairs, uh, for that, um, minus a small deductible, right? Uh, mm-hmm. if not repairs and replacement too. And, um, not to mention that some of business insurance also covers you in the event something happens to you that you can't work. So yep. lucky for him, he's part of the, uh, Nikon professional services, uh, which I do believe is free um, for the Nikon people. Um, and, uh, he was able to get loaner equipment almost the next day. So he's fine. He can photograph still, everything's fine. But, um, and he works for, uh, University of Western photographing their football games and he travels with them, et cetera, et cetera. Not just football. I think he photographs all their sports. And so, you know, Western, is playing a lot of sports at any given moment. Yeah. So he needs the equipment. He can't afford to take time off, but also he relies on this for his income. Um, so if he couldn't work for whatever reason, whether it was because of equipment or an injury, that insurance does actually pre- you know, prevent you from going hungry or going broke and having to yep. go work crippled at a Tim Hortons drive-thru. Yeah. 
So, well, you know, a little bit of a positive and informative message in this podcast episode. <laughs> I know we were kind of doing a recap more than anything, but yeah. um, it's super important. So insurance cannot stress enough the importance of insurance. Um, how awesome was it? I'll backtrack a little bit. Um, episode number 35, Ridic Ridiculously Happy PPL. Do you remember that episode? Pardon? Do you remember episode well, it number was 35? Well, episode, wasn't it? Okay. <laughs> it was called Ridiculously Happy PPL. <laughs> it was don't know clearly what I... very awful. <laughs> so I've had somebody ask me, what, is, what does PPL mean? And I'm like, it's, it means people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Found like, it well, out. Why Found is it, it capitalized? So uh, apparently when, when things are capital... Uh, it's more of a, an acronym or whatever, they, whatever you call it, <laughs> like USA, right? So you wouldn't, you wouldn't call it USA. I don't know. Are you, oh, are well. you on the same page as me? Yes. <clears throat> okay. What's your next favorite? Um, pricing your commercial and portrait photography. What number is that? 36. <laughs> You're just going like every episode now. <laughs> I skipped from 31 to 36. <laughs> I, I only called 35 because I thought it'd be your favorite episode since it was just you on it. <laughs> it was clearly the best one that we've had so far. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know what? There is no particular reason for pricing your commercial photography and portrait photography. Uh, to be my favorite episode it's just just the fact that that's probably the number one question i get as an educator yeah. you know yep. how, how much should i charge what do sure. i price right yeah what's a simple answer oh man there isn't a simple answer go listen to the episode mm -hmm. <sighs> um, i get uh, i i still get people asking me who are in the industry to today still like uh, what would you charge for this headshot session or what would you charge for this commercial oh, yeah. job? I and ask you those things sometimes. Yeah. And I, and I'm happy to weigh in, but I think there's a reason why we ask that. I think there's still a little bit of, I don't want to use the word insecurity because it's kind of a negative word, but I will use it just to define the term. Um, I still, I still think there's a little bit of insecurity when pricing our jobs for the fear of losing the job. Yeah, for sure. Right? And I don't think I, we really covered that in the episode, but what I wanted to kind of say is a kind of a blanket statement is um, the minute you start to price yourself less than you're worth or less than you need, let, yep. let that be more of a less than you need to take in order to perpetuate your business model. Um, that moment, you may as well stop doing what you're doing because you will get a reputation for being an inexpensive photographer or yeah. a flexible photographer, and you will just work for nothing. Um, yeah. I have something called $75 per hour rule. And what that is, is for every hour that you're working or thinking of doing something else, calculate the time you spend on it at $75 per hour. If it's worth doing something else by paying somebody else to do something or whatever, um, by spending less then do that. And this has a lot to do with outsourcing. And now I don't know what episode we talked about outsourcing in, 
but that's definitely one of my favorite episodes. Hmm. Do you remember which one it is? I will find it. <laughs> you look for that. <clears throat> and so what I wanted what I wanted to say about that is this. Was it um editing? Like number mm, 45? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That's, How to that, edit photos faster or quit editing altogether. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, I'll get there because that is that is one on my list. But um, <laughs> uh, what I, what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to kind of put things into perspective. For example, uh, I have clients uh, in London and I live in Komoka, so I'm literally 20 minutes away from their doorstep. But that means that I have to go see them both ways. So I need to get in my car, drive 20 minutes, knock on their door hand them over a package, shake their hand, give them a high five, you know, grab their butt. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And get back in the car and drive home. So at least 45 minutes will be spent driving around. On top of that, there is the expense of, you know, owning a car, like actually using a car. And yeah, there's not, not a lot of gas goes in it, blah, blah, blah. But I will use the $75 per hour rule, meaning that uh, even if it was two-thirds of the hour, um, are you following me? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, Even if it's two-thirds of the hour, so basically each 20-minute block is worth 25 bucks, meaning that if I spent 40 minutes, 45 minutes, I've just spent 50 or more dollars doing this. If I Mm -hmm. took the time to do this out of my day, it has cost me over $50. If I can put this package into a box label it and ship it and have pure later come to my door or rather pure laters come to my door, pick up the package and drop it off for my client. And it will cost me less than $10. I will do that. Um, does that make sense, Sophia? Yes. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it's not worth driving across town to pick something up, uh, for the same reason why I, barely set foot into a Walmart or shoppers drug mart or the one of those kind of stores because like even something as trivial as deodorant or any toiletries for that matter I just order everything on Amazon now it comes to my house right um and that's all part of being efficient um so if I choose to lay on my butt on my couch and watch tv um and not do something, you know, to somebody else, uh, they might say, well, that's the time you could use to go shopping or whatever. Um, no, (laughs) I've worked today. Now I want to relax. Mm -hmm. I don't want to necessarily do all of those things. And we still go get groceries. We still go get food and whatnot. Um, but I really do value my time. I want to spend my time with my family, with my, you know, with my baby, with my wife, with my doggy. And so the free time is actually very valuable to me. So I want to make sure that I only work, you know, a certain amount of hours per day. But if you start undercharging, you are now going to have to, you're not going to be able to uh, spend $10 on shipping something. You'll have no choice but to get in the car and drive. And, you know, you'll waste your whole hour pretty much. Or even if you don't, even if you just waste two thirds of an hour to save that 10 bucks, well, you now literally worked for 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, um, now some people have jobs that pay less than that. 
and they make good money and they're extremely happy in that. And that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is <clears throat> when you're pricing yourself, you really do have to take into consideration uh, overhead, um, uh, cost of living, you know, equipment, all of that has to be considered into overhead. And you yeah. also have to take into consideration how much money you're actually trying to make as a business person. Like what's your salary, right? Nobody ever thinks that. So that's, that's why that's like one of my favorite episodes. Um, so clearly a lot has come up in the last year that we need to revisit some of these topics again probably. <laughs> um, in the coming year, but let's move on to your next favorite episode. Are you done your five? No, I have one more. Yeah. Okay. So 45, right. Uh, or rather, no, 41, 41, bad advice, uh, when to ignore poor guidance from other photographers. I want to kind of toot my own horn here and say that our podcast is pretty awesome. <clears throat> so we have good advice for you. We have such good <laughs> advice that we even outlined bad advice yeah. than what you shouldn't listen to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you're going to get, oh my goodness, I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> and I think I've Hi, set tank. off my dog. Hi, Tank. Or peer leaders are here. <laughs> um, bad advice. We're not. We're, you're not going to be able to avoid it. Uh, everybody's going to be an expert. And uh, listen to this pod to to the podcast. Listen to this episode, and yep. just keep an open mind. Right. <laughs> really, really do keep an open mind. Okay, so I'm going to stick in my last favorite here, which is number 44, and it's all about portfolios. So this is a pretty important topic that I think everyone needs to listen to because, like, this is what's going to get you the jobs, really. <laughs> so we outline 12 steps to building um, a useful portfolio. Um, so listen to episode number 44. Hmm. That wasn't on my list. Thank goodness for Sophia. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. And then but, you have said number 45. Yes. Yes. Which we basically talked about the outsourcing. So like we, we went over. Well, I just covered it with the whole getting other people to ship your stuff for you. Yeah. And, and we talked know. about, we talked about like a couple different companies and like sort of what the price point is. And like, it's not that expensive actually to outsource your editing and mm -hmm. frankly they might do a better job than you will so yeah go listen to that episode yeah and i mm. i think this episode is important because i kind of say like this is where you identify yourself as a photographer or as an editor or as a just a business owner you know um it's okay to do everything but really like what what is your goal what are you trying to do because i think like why did you get into this industry sophia was it because you really liked editing photos say that again why did you get into this industry why did you get into the industry of photography like why did you choose to be a photographer well frankly because i'm good at it <laughs> okay and then but running my own running my own business, I got to use a whole bunch of different skills that I have rather than using the same skill over and over and over again, sitting at a desk. So, so I get for, a lot of variety in my job. <laughs> so from your perspective, you actually enjoy the fact that you get to interact with people, you get to photograph them, but you also get to edit the photos and you get to uh, deliver to a certain the, extent. Right. When it's taking up too much of my time, I outsource that, that right. job, right? So 
Yeah. Cool. Do you have any more favorites, like must listens? The reality is they're all my favorite. They're all my children. Yeah. I love them all. I am finding equally. that in this episode because <laughs> I picked five and you've picked all of them. <laughs> How many did I pick? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I have a nice dirty dozen here. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, rather than picking the favorites, what I did is pick the important ones, if I, if you will, uh, ones that I feel were have a big impact on an individual who's trying to become mm-hmm. a photographist. So, and yet you didn't uh, pick the portfolio episode. What the heck, Petro? Yeah, I, d- I really don't know why. Um, <laughs> and again, I, I guess, yeah, <laughs> I, it is. It's super important. So don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. So let's make it a baker's dozen and shove that portfolio one in there. We'll put number forty-four <laughs> between forty-one and forty-five. Um, here, I just put it down on my notes. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, Additionally, I want to thank everybody who's been listening to us. We're averaging thousands of listens every month, like two mm-hmm. to three thousand listens or so, which means that there's a lot of you out there that are actually tuning in. And um, I, I really do have to say thank you for that. Thank you for the support. Thank you for participating. Uh, huge thank you to those who <laughs> ask questions and, you know. Thank you to Stevie Cake for keeping us on track and yep. texting us when we miss an episode. <laughs> I got go. a text from him this morning. Wait for it. Saying, can't wait to hear your voice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then he put Wednesday. LOL. I was going to say, if you didn't, if in case like, you didn't catch that, that meant he wants an episode on Wednesday. Yeah, it better be published on Wednesday. <laughs> you, you got your hands full. I think that's that makes a lot of sense why you were like, okay, we got to get shit done. We got to be on track. I got to go soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> I get oh it. Oh, my goodness. But... Uh, <laughs> It's been a great journey. It's been a great year. Uh, we look forward to another year, to another many, many years. Um, if you, you know, for promotional considerations, please contact us uh, for any questions and growth as an individual and, a, and, a, and an individual in the business of photography. Please don't hesitate to join our community on Facebook. We oh, are. If you're in any sort of creative field or building a business, there's a lot going on in this podcast that you can use to help yourself, especially if you're in any sort of service industry. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So join, join the group. Join the group, double exposure show group. Yeah. Like, and that's why it's called the double exposure show. I mean, really it's two of us. That's the double exposure you get. You get a male and a female perspective. You get, uh, different levels of experience. You get different, um, perspectives on the industry from different, uh, geographical areas, but, uh, you're also, getting exposed the the double exposure is kind of play on words because it's not just photography it's also business right so um the business side applies to any sort of medium so yeah um but again join our facebook group double exposure show group um show notes for this brief uh but very informative episode are on the double exposure show slash episode rather double exposure dot show slash episode slash 53 and uh benjamin edward thank you so much for all the beautiful artwork for our podcast ben sound for providing the soundtrack and uh all of you for listening and please tune in next week hopefully on wednesday always on wednesday always on wednesday (laughs) 
All right. And um, Sophia has an awesome picture guide that you can <laughs> definitely benefit from. <laughs> yeah. So. so you can get a copy of my Picture Perfect Guide apps at pictureperfect.guide. And it just it's filled with a whole bunch of tips for your next photo opportunity or special occasion. So check that out. Add the apps to your phone. Use them. That okay. is all. That is all. So until next time. Okay, bye.